it's weird, man. Like pressure, like like pressure to be famous that that I run into with a lot of younger people. Like not pressure to be successful, pressure to be famous. Well, it's like the attention seeking economy. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it is. It is strange because the whole. Well, I think I, I told you this, man. Like when I got into this, and I still feel this way, and you you probably feel the same way. I don't want to speak for you, but it's like you just want to tell jokes and tour. Yeah, that's it. But it's like now it's all like how many you know you need thirty seven cameras on you at all times. Yeah. Getting the, the back of you and, like, in the car. Hey, what's up, guys? We're in the car. Like, people want I know people. Constant. I know people who I know that their drive is to be famous. And what they consider famous isn't even what we used to consider famous. It's not like, it's not like they consider famous. You go to fucking you know the grocery store and you're swarmed by people like you're in sync. Right. They're right. just they're just like content with like seven hundred people watch my story today, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, it's like it's this weird mental like didn't get enough attention. Yeah, I think it, it, it was a whole generation. I think it's even going to be worse this upcoming. Oh yeah, yeah. Because look at all the like the iPad kids. That's yeah. at the dinner table. Yeah, just staring at that shit. Yep. Those guys are going to be like the best drone pilots, though. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's just going to have a drone. Everyone, man. Yeah, they they won't make eye contact with you, Mm-mm. but but they can drone strike you. Yeah, and they'll let AI talk to you. <laughs> You'll be like, "What's up, Connor? How you doing today?" Connor does not want to talk right now. <laughs> Everyone's just Stephen Hawking. Yeah, <laughs> but by cho- but by choice. Oh my! You think God. Stephen Hawking's ever like said a racial slur? You know, and he's, he's, you know, he probably did ones that we don't even like use, like old school ones. He's like oh, these yeah. goddamn jippo gypsies <laughs> and their fucking thievery. No, Linda, I'm speaking my mind. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he had a, or he had a sentence that he, like, typed the night before but fell asleep, yeah. and then the next day he hits enter. It's just the N-word. Yeah. He's like, it was something I said, and I did not mean it. This damn keyboard stick stuck. Yeah. I meant to say bigger. You know? The first generation... Uh, Autocorrect racial slur. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever, like, uh, there was a comic who came, and I wasn't there for the show, but he uh, he was deaf, and he used his iPhone to, like, tell oh, the I've jokes. I've seen him on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's quick with it. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I'm like, yeah. God damn, he's a little typer. Yeah, he's got that Hawkins shit, man. Like, yeah, do, 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 do. he's got to fire it up. Yeah, and he has like he has to almost be quicker with his hand than his mind. Like, yeah, because like his, his hands are it's like fucking thing from the Adams family. It's working without <laughs> thought, you know. It's literally just, and then he'll roast you back. Yeah, like look at your shirt, motherfucker. He's like, what's your hairline? Yeah, and then it's just like people just—it's hilarious, dude. Comedy's, comedy is important. So this is going to sound really weird. Give me a little time to get it out. But what I like about comedy is comedy always remind me of, like, kung fu movies. And hear me out. In a kung fu movie, like, whatever it takes to win. So if you're fighting, like, a fucking girl, punch her in the face. Whatever. If you're fighting, right, if, if your boy's getting whooped, beat up by a dude, jump in. There's no, like, oh, one-on-one honor. And that's how comedy is in the sense of, like, say whatever... You could like if a dude hops up on the stage and he's deaf and he's making jokes with his iPhone and he's dissing you, it's open now. 
Say whatever oh, to oh, hit him okay, back. I, yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you yeah, mean. Yeah, there's no holds bar, you right, know? Because, like, in a kung fu movie, you're like, damn, he cut that woman in half. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, she was going to do the same to him. Yeah, and that's so the thing. So it's like, you can't be like, oh, I'll let you cut me in half. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a little honor here. I can't, yeah. 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 It's like, no, no whoop that trick. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I love about comedy. It's just open. And then I love the fact, too, that, like, when... When we're on stage, and especially like when everybody knows each other, and this is how it used to be a lot with me. I'm not too sure how it is with, with some of the younger comics. I don't, I don't spend as much time with them, but we were just savage with each other. We were just savage with each other. Like me, Ken Miller, and James Young, we're riding in a car somewhere in a show. Like there is nothing off limits to make fun yeah. of the other person on. Oh, no, I love that, dude. Yeah. I, I miss that. I feel like. You know CERN in Switzerland? Yeah. The yeah, yeah. Okay, I think something happened, dude. Because <laughs> it used to be like, I feel like I caught the tail end in New York of like the ball busting. Yeah. But East Coast in general is just like, it's all ball busting. So you think like 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 the CERN experiment like moved the earth in a way that now we're in it like like an alternate uh, or something like that? Like, I, like, like just... The world went soft. I got a better one, man. It was when Lil Nas X came out with Old Town Road. Because what happened was uh, it was a black gay artist with a number one rap country single. And it tilted the earth. The earth moved off the I axis think, for I a little bit. Because so. right know. after that, we had COVID. We had murder hornets. We had basically oh, yep. Lil Nas X tilted the earth like one degree. And we're in earth like 629 now, you know? Like, it's it's different. If you go it back is. to the our old earth, everything's just cruising. But when he tilted it, that was it, man. Oh, dude, the old earth, we're still on like iPhone 1. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, we're not even worried. Probably don't even have Instagram. Yeah, the old earth, white girls don't have asses. You know, it's the way God <laughs> intended. White girls started getting asses around the time of like Britney Spears. And I want to say that's because of like Monsanto and preservatives oh, and shit. Oh, for sure. No, I was actually driving by a Starbucks the other day. And you know how their logo is yeah. like a siren? Yeah. I don't know, bro. It's like a sexual. Demon, <laughs> so I think they're putting something in the coffee. It could be, man. Women are get, going through like puberty so much faster. Pumpkin spice is thickening up some asses. I'm telling you, there's some some weird shit going on, dude. But you're, yeah, I think I think we went through a portal, and little Nas X triggered something. <laughs> little Nas X triggered it, yeah. It just everything is, if, has if been. If we went to an alternate dimension, and and we played uh, Old Town Rose. You'll see like versions of us pop up out. Don't do it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're triggering Ooh. it. <laughs> what do you think, as a, as a, as a comedian now, as a younger comedian now? What did you think comedy was going to be like versus what you're seeing it is? Oh, that's great, man. Um, yeah, when I started in in New York, it was like, okay, I just got to I just got to get really funny at these open mics. Get in at all the clubs for you know fifty dollars a spot. Yeah, yeah, you pay pay the place and do. Um, oh no, we were paying like yeah five ten bucks to yeah. do a mic, but the goal was to get like the fifty dollars from Stand Up New York. Oh yeah, from and just and make four hundred a night and then just figure it out. Just but just be funny. Yeah, and just hopefully that elevates you to the next thing. And then when I moved to LA. I'm seeing, like, the most unfunny people at, like, the Laugh Factory, the comedy store, and you're like, dude. And granted, there's a lot of funny people out there. Don't right. get me wrong. But you're just like, 
it, it's it. You want to talk about a parallel universe from New York? It's like it's not about who's funny anymore. It's like who can, who has like, oh look at my blue check, look at my yeah. It was very like statusy. That's if that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's all about the image more than it's about the content, right? And it's and that's how it is now on social media. It's like if you can if you can like become some kind of brand, sling merch, sell out venues. It's like. I've seen people where they leave and they're like, I wasn't that good of a show. Or they're in yeah. this trance of like, I just paid $100 to see this person. So he has to have been funny. There was a lot of like Instagram comics uh, that I used to work with because they would want to come put a show on, but they didn't have time. Like they didn't have like, you know, a half hour set or anything because they were always just doing skits and stuff. Right. And so the hustle that I used to do with them was I would be like, hey, listen, how about you come host the show? And it's, you know, whatever, you know, Sean Madden featuring friends because the audience wants to come see this Instagram comic because he's got like two, three million followers. Exactly. But he can't really rock it on stage yet because he nope. doesn't have stage presence. Exactly. So the hustle was you host the show. Everybody's excited to see you host. And then you bring up a bunch of comics. They kill it. And then at the end of the show, everybody wants to meet that Instagram comic. Let me and get do, my photo. That, that's boom. all I came here for. And they're, they're like, what a great night we had. And that used to be my move. Yeah. I would get them over here. I would, wow. I would get the improv or one of the rooms over here to give me an off night. And I would get one of these dudes who's just, you know, putting wigs on and shit and fucking, you know, every puppet in the game, you know. And I'm just like, listen, puppet, I'm going to make you fucking some money here, all right? Whenever you work for it, as a comic, man, anytime you open for a puppet, you're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then the puppet's like, like, like in the room, in the green room, sitting on a couch. And then the dude who is the puppeteer is talking to you. And you're like, who am I even working for? You or him? Yeah, like, it's, it's like. It's hard. Feel like you are a Jeff Dunham puppet. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally get that, man. I mean, I remember just like being at the Laugh Factory, and they're like, "Oh, Ti is going up." Yeah, and I'm like, bro, what the like, fuck? Can I just do my 15? Yeah, and it was like, but it's just that notoriety, and nothing against Ti, man. But it was just like, well, it's the same thing with like uh, Jake Paul being a boxer. Yeah, people are still like, he's a YouTuber, but I get it, man. It's just he's selling tickets. It's it's a it's a it's a Free pass into stand up, and also, and, and, I, and that's just I'm not I'm not trying to change the rules of the game, but it's like that's just how it is now. The game just evolves all the time. Right. So like, but with the Jake Paul thing too, my favorite part about the Jake Paul thing is all these dudes talking shit about because I grew up loving boxing. Boxing is the sport I grew up watching my whole life. But all these dudes talking shit about Jake Paul, no, like 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 dudes sitting around comedy clubs, hanging out, smoking cigarettes after a show, and they're like, Jake Paul's a fucking pussy. I'm like, Jake Paul, fuck you up. I know. <laughs> like yeah, eat your ass. Yeah, he'll whoop your ass. I and mean, then he'll say like and subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> swipe up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like you just do whatever you want at this point. That's the beauty of it. I feel like the people that, that complain about it, they're not really doing shit. Or they got nothing going on. Where, where do you think, like, because there's only so far, like, comedy can go if it's, if it's, um, if it's censored. If you censor comedy, if you don't allow people to say whatever they want, there's only so far it can go. So I think that, because right now we're running through an era, you know, people call it like the woke era and stuff, but we're running through an era where people are like, you can't say that, you can't say that. And I always think that in these scenarios, uh, there's going to be another, like right now we're dealing with an overcorrection. People kind of feel like people have been offensive for a long time, so now they're overcorrecting it. They're like, well, you can't right. say anything. When it tips back, how wild is it going to get? 
Like if motherfuckers coming out in blackface and fucking just like I do what I want. I'm tired of this woke shit, you know. Because that's happened sometimes too. People are like I can't believe. Because that's what people will be like. This woke shit's ridiculous. You're like, yeah, I know, man. It's crazy. And you're like, yeah, you can't say anything. You're like, yeah. You're like yesterday I tried to go on blackface and pretend that I was like, okay, that's not woke think, shit. That's just you can't do that. You know. No, I think we're at a point where, like, at least I feel I felt the shift in the last year. Of of crowds just being like, I'm just I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, like I'm just gonna laugh, and I notice like the dimmer the crowd, the bigger the the laugh. Yeah, people still have that like, oh man, if people can see me laugh at this fucked up thing, maybe they're gonna judge me. But do it's like, nah, man, just have a good time, dude. Do you got a joke? You haven't had the balls to say on stage yet. Nah, good. I had a joke that I had the balls to say and then regretted having those balls. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think it was going to kill, too, when you said it? Oh, dude, all right. You, wanna, you want this? Uh, yeah, let me get that fire. This isn't like anything like... It's, I'll just say it. So I had a friend in Virginia growing up before I moved to Florida. His dad was always in the garage just jamming on the guitar, right? And then one day, we were in the driveway just shooting hockey you know, hitting hockey bucks into this little net that he had. And his dad just walked out with an amp and a guitar and a van pulls up and his dad's just like, I'm going on the road. And he, we do never fucking saw him again, bro. <laughs> he just, just fucking said, just Hey kid, I'm following my dreams. You follow yours. <laughs> yeah, bro. And he's just like, we didn't even know. Like, did y'all at the moment even think that was real or were you like, nah, he's just going to from bar to fucking bro, in, in your mind. You're just like, that's my friend's dad. And he's good at guitar. Like, <laughs> You know, bye. You know, you like it's just like, and then he was even he. You know, my friend uh, Dustin. He was like, yeah, just all right. Follow and, your dreams, old man. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll. And then, it, <laughs> and then it really fucked up his family, like financially. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> your dad just left to fucking be guitar hero while you're just shooting hockey pucks in the garage. Like you got a two income family, and now your dad's like, listen, man. I got a uh, chance to open for Steel Panther in Miami. And what I tell you since you were a little boy, you follow your dreams. You think my dream was to be your dad? To live here? To fuck your mom forever? Just one woman forever and have kids? No, motherfucker. I had dreams and I put them aside to be your dad. And I was laying in bed one day and I thought to myself, what am I teaching my kids? What am I teaching my kids to just give up on what matters? To be a responsible parent? No. No, son. Strike out on your own. I'm not sitting in a cubicle, guy. Yeah. And there's like one kid he likes better than the other kids. He's like telling the kids, sorry, guys. Dad's out of here. He looks at Dustin. He's like, look, man. Look me up, okay? You always had a little rhythm. I might need a fucking triangle player or some shit. Dust. Dog, I'm not saying I could get you in the band, but I know there'd be some gigs. We need a roadie or a merch guy. Don't tell your sisters, though. All right, player. Be easy. Easy. Lights are probably going to get cut off in a couple days because I took the money out of the bank, but, you know. Rock and roll! And who are these other dudes in the van? Did you fucking ditch your family or what? Good call. Yo. Good yeah, call. They made a, They might have all just made a pact. Like, they knew it, yo. One of them went too far, too. He's like, did you kill your family? What? I ditched them. We were going to ditch our families? Oh, Kevin, I did not think that's what you said. We got to go back to my house then. I think one of them might be able to be saved. Oh, shit. The little one was breathing. So. <laughs>
Let's go. <laughs> Rock and roll. There's a chance one of them will make it to the police station. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't slice all the way. But we'll be in Cabo <laughs> yeah. again. Rocking out. Ow! We're playing for a fucking Steely Dan cover band, but you know. Oh my god. Dude. It's weird when you run into people who have dreams that are just oh, shitty so and they're so passionate about them. That's how I feel about anytime I meet somebody my age who's still trying to rap. They're like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my single out. I'm like, you're 40 years old. Yeah. You have a job. You have kids. You can't bust a fucking hit single when you got a 401k already. <laughs> you know, like you're not nobody. Nobody in the streets is like, yo, this That's motherfucker's fire. Yeah. I'm 401k. Roth IRA. <laughs> Roth IRA. This motherfucker's spitting. <laughs> you work in a bank, dog. <laughs> I would have bought the Porsche, but I'd rather invest. Yeah. Dude, it's. Uh, what happened to your friend Dustin when his papa was like, yo, I'm out. Dude. Like, how, how long was his decline? Well, dude, it's like. First of all, you nailed that. You were asking me the bit that yeah. didn't do well. So that was it. <laughs> I was in Melbourne, and I was just like... You were in a fatherless city telling stories about people not having dads. Dude. You're like, not funny. And you made it way funnier. Mine was just more like sad. Because he was like, my dad abandoned me. And I'm like, yeah, but your dad is like kind of a legend. Because everyone dreams. Like every guy in this yeah. room dreams of that. And people were just like... Oh, oh I, not I'm me, like, honey, not me. And it was bad. Never bro. me. Never do I just wish to God I could walk the fuck out of here and do what I want to do. And you know, I wonder which. Do you know his dad's name? We should try to find him on social media. Like, see, it would be hilarious if he was like Slash. Yeah, just like, <laughs> we just like didn't know. Like, because you know, he had that like long black hair. <laughs> he was Slash. <laughs> Dustin's dad <laughs> went on to become Chad Kroger of Nickelback. He's got a Beverly Hills home. And he's completely separate family. Yeah, but his but his new son's name is Dustin. He's like, I always liked the name. I just didn't like the Dustin. He's oh like, so God. this is Dustin. Uh, this is my new family. And I'm going to tell you the truth. He's like sitting there talking to Oprah. He's like, I had to leave the other family. They were holding me back. <laughs> And he's they like, had, I could tell he wasn't athletic. Yeah. He couldn't draw. He could barely strum a guitar. But yeah, I, I just was like, this is this is really what I'm investing in. You know, sometimes you got to just cut your losses, Ope. And so now I got Dustin over here, Dustin 1. I called my first one Dustin 2, uh, you know, because he's just, mm. and, you know, I got my hot-ass wife oh, yeah, living the dream. Older brother, Damien. Yeah, and, you know. And he would just always have girls downstairs, and I thought he was the cool. Dustin's brother Damien? Yeah. Yeah. His older brother. And he he was so good at the guitar too. He was doing like, you know, you kind know, of the dad thing. You know, Dustin was freaking out. He's like, he's gonna leave us too. <laughs> Anytime Dustin sees somebody play guitar. Because we, we would just be playing like Crash Bandicoot, yeah. and Roller Coaster Tycoon upstairs, building theme parks. Building theme parks. And yeah, his brother was in the garage building a, an empire. <laughs> oh, shredding. Bro. His brother was Long still getting hair. messages from his dad. He's like, You still working on guitar? Bro. Leave them. I remember we went into his room. We were like army crawling because he had all the nice tech decks. Yeah. And uh, he just had like two girls in his bed. And I and his brother was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Like, we got the tech deck, you know? And then I'm just sitting Dustin's there. like, let's I'm get the tech deck. Like, whoa, how does one achieve this? He's like, well, I'm going to tell you the truth, Sean. Uh, I'm completely empty inside since I'm fatherless. So 
I can fuck girls all day long and shred guitar. All I want is a goddamn <laughs> hug from the man who made me. But I just wish my mom couldn't afford a car so we could uh, actually not have to take the bus. Every <laughs> yeah, time. but you know. Dude, we took the bus to see the new Spider-Man, like Spider-Man 1 when it first when it came, came out. out. Yeah, Tobey Maguire what, shit. What year was that? 2000, 2002 or something like that. It was early. It was that? Yeah. Uh, I gotta look this up, but yeah, we we I remember getting on the bus and I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" I'm like eight years old because <laughs> we never. That was the first time I I took yeah. the bus other than school. Yes, yeah, so you're like, look at this man, there's a homeless dude jacking off over here. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm like, well, you pull the cord when you want to get off. Yeah, let me pull it. Let me pull it. Dustin, there's a picture of your dad on the side shredding. He's gonna, <laughs> be, he's gonna be in Cabo. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, dude. I wonder if I just. I wish I knew. I'll, you know, I'm probably going to call my dad who didn't leave me yeah. and find out the name of that. Because it was like the kind of like the... Was it like a story in the neighborhood too after that? Like, was it the gossip? Um, I, maybe it was, but we were so young. Yeah, because you watched him walk out with a guitar in one hand, put like his hat on. And do the whole get it. Exactly. And got in the van. What kind of van too? Was it like a... It was, was a, like an A-team type <laughs> Yo. Like, <laughs> and I was trying to tell him like, dude, like your dad is a legend. He was never going to come to your flag football game. Your dad a is a legend. He's never going to be... You're got to let go of the fact that your dad is better without you. And that's your contribution to this world. He's like, my dad abandoned me. I'm like, you're a little biased. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little biased. <laughs> your dad uh, abandoned you, but what did he do for the world? So much more. He entertained people across bars in <laughs> yeah. middle America. I would have right. loved it if like three years later he just came back. Hey, it didn't work out, babe. Cheryl, yeah. where's my stuff? <laughs> Come back. Hey, Dust, where's your brother? 2002, bro. Yeah. You nailed it. How did Dustin, like, what was his de-evolution? Did he get, like, goth and shit? Like, because things like that change a kid, you know? Because I, we were friends for probably, like, four years, and then we moved to Florida. So I lost. Damn, you abandoned him, too. Yeah. Dude, that dude's got abandonment issues. Like, that's the kind of dude who puts a tile on his girl's purse every time she goes anywhere so he could track her. She's like, hey, I'm just going to the store. He's like, okay. Daddy was just going to the store, too. Daddy went to the store, too. He, like, lives above a store so that when his girl's like, I need to get milk, just go to, I'll look out the window. I'll make sure you're getting it. He's probably just traumatized when he sees a guitar. Oh, yeah. Anytime he hears guitar music, he's like, shut that shit yeah. off. Yeah, His son wants to play guitar. He's like, guitars are for fucking losers. Back when you could play the actual video game in Walmart. Yeah. He's playing Guitar Hero. He's like, no. Get that shit out of here. My dad used to play. Anytime he hears a van riding up, one tear just drops his fucking eye. Anytime he sees a fucking contractor van, yeah, <laughs> he starts crying. He gets wasted, drunk, and goes to like Sam Ash and wow. starts breaking shit. That's <laughs> fucked up. Fuck their dreams. They should have <laughs> dreamt to be a papa. I was thinking about that, dude. It's like I would be a great father, like incredible. Yeah. Here's the thing. I wouldn't want to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Does my that thing too. Sense? No, no, totally. Cause here's the thing. I feel the same way. Like, uh, I think I understand enough that being a father means sacrificing and giving up on certain things oh, to fuck. make sure that this kid of yours gets the proper life that he or she deserves so that they can be a good person. And that's so much work. I'm out. 
Like I really recognize because I think there's lots of people who don't recognize it. There's tons of people like me and Cheryl are having a baby. I'm like, but you're shitty people. You're not good. You're not good. Is it? it. Nailed it, yo. (laughs) Maybe I did some research. Okay. (laughs) Maybe I'm your father. (laughs) She's like, no, the comic. Like, dude, that's where I get my my flow from. Yeah, love for T. Grace Del Norte. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, being a parent. I recognize how much work it is to be a good parent. That's like when I see good parents, I'm always like, fuck yeah, good job, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I'm out. That's so much work because you have to teach a kid everything. I see I see a little kid like just hooked up, like yeah. getting in the back of an Escalade. Yeah. And, you know, his mom's like, wait, I got to fix your hair. Yeah. And I'm like, that kid is just fucking hooked. Yeah. Up. It's a good life. I'm like, good shit, bro. What I want to like fist bump him. Yeah. And, and then he just remember that. Like, mom, why did that random guy say like, congrats and fist bump me? Because his dad left to join a band and he sees what you have. <laughs> I Sometimes I see like a little kid that's not Asian using chopsticks and I'm like, this kid's got it going on. Oh, shit. Anytime I see like a three-year-old white yeah, kid but, with chopsticks, I'm like. Yeah, oh. but the thing is though, it's like there is a level to it where you're not just in the back of the Escalade with the iPad. Yeah. It's like you're being forced. Yeah, of so course. But do. but what the fuck isn't a kid forced to do? Well, My whole childhood was fucking forced. Well. Go to this person's house. Okay. Do this. Do this. If I'm going to be forced to do anything, forced to eat fucking sushi sounds like way all better, right, way right, better than right, anything no, else. I, I, yeah, no, I got you there. Yeah, better than forced to hug somebody that you don't know. And you're like, I don't know this motherfucker. And he's... He's rubbing my back a lot here. He's doing he's doing circle pads. Like that's that's your uncle Danny. Is he cool? Eh, don't be alone with him. But, you know? That's how. What yo in the eighties? That's how. This is a weird thing, man. In the eighties, every like TV show had these things called like very special episodes, and very special episodes would be like in the middle of fucking like the Dukes of Hazards. They'd be a whole episode about some child molester, and you're like, "What the fuck?" What and they're like, the "Yeah, they were like trying to like warn people, like, hey man, you know, like a weird infomercial." No, it's just the episode. It's well, I guess yeah. The like there was an episode of like it was a different strokes where like uh, they went to go buy a bicycle, and the guy was like a child molester, and these were just like, "Hey, yo, we got to drop knowledge." This is the '80s, but because of these like episodes, every kid in the '80s was 100% sure that somebody was going to try to molest them or kidnap them. And we were fucking ready. Like, we weren't sitting around like, oh, no, what happens if I get kidnapped? I was like, wait, wait till it goes down. I got plans and shit. I'm ready to roll. You're on your home alone shit. Yeah, like like a child molester would have rolled up to me and been like, hey, kid, you want to get in this van? I'm like, <laughs> you done fucked up now, boy. <laughs> Yeah, I'd come back covered in blood with all the puppies. Like, what happened? He fucked with the wrong fat kid. That's what happened. Y'all want a puppy? Anybody bro, want a van? It's so true, bro. It's like you would, you were almost smart enough as a as a kid to where you like knew the game. Yeah. Like, okay. How do I get the candy and, and not yeah get yeah in and the not van? get in the van? Like, I want this like, candy. Got you. Like, if you could shake them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I know this motherfucker ain't calling the cops because I stole I got his candy. Six Jolly Ranchers. I'm keeping the green one. One of your friends comes back all sad with a bunch of candy, and you're like, you got the candy and got out. I got the candy. <laughs> you know. Too slow, no. motherfucker. But the silver lining, bro, is the guy dropped you back off. Yeah, you still got to ride. You, you know, you didn't live in a tent for no. years like that one chick. No, you, yeah, you're good to go. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Yo, getting kidnapped like when a woman Yo. gets kidnapped versus when a guy gets kidnapped. I, I, I always think it's so different because like when a guy gets kidnapped, uh, usually like they're murdered like a week after. You know, they just you get run through like a rag doll and it's then they're bad. like killed. Yeah, when a woman awesome. gets kidnapped, it's years. 
years of keeping them sometimes. It's like, how long can I, like, yeah. how long can I hold this person? Yeah. It's fucking weird, It's dude. super weird. And, and I don't it blame... it costs a lot of money, bro. That's the thing. Like, like I think damn. I think that's what we need to start doing to check kidnap. It's just like, yo, let's see power surges in single-family homes. Like, bro. one guy living alone, but he's using way too much power. I have not seen one girlfriend, uh-uh. not a cannabis grow. Yeah, garage, what's going on here, pal? Nothing. Bro, that's actually a status symbol. <laughs> <laughs> I kept someone alive for nine years. Yeah, you're actually on a, fixed income. He's better than Dustin's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin's like, I wish somebody would just kidnap me. I would live in a tent if yeah. my dad was here. <laughs> Holy shit! Dude. Dustin got in the van thinking, "Papa, <laughs> hey kid, you want candy? Do you know my dad? Uh, yeah, is he in here? Yeah, no, son. Oh, dude, he's living his best life. That's so fucking funny, bro. But yeah, that joke just bombed because I was like, <laughs> I was like, your dad's a legend, and people just were not having it. Your bro. dad's a legend. People were not having it. Was Dustin's mom hot? No. Okay. She. Had an ashtray in every room on every table. Oh, well. And it was just crud. Dude, you know what it is? Like, I'm not, I'm starting to think Dustin's dad just did what he had to do. He's like, look, I can't get all of you out, uh, but I can get me out. It's like escaping a yeah. fucking prisoner of war camp. You're like, listen, the job of all of us is to escape. Okay. Not, oh, for sure. I can't get Dustin. I can't get you, dogs, but. Like, like everyone's running towards the vault door. Yeah, but yeah. But they already got bit by the zombie. Yeah, yeah. And so he <laughs> just seals it. <laughs> ah, slams it close. <laughs> and they're beating doom. Yeah. It makes that, like, window noise doom. Ten doom. years later, fucking he finds out. They, one of them survives. <laughs> he has to see him, you know? Yeah, it's like 28 like weeks armless. later. Yeah. <laughs> Look what you did to me. I cut my fucking arm <laughs> off because I got bit. Fucking Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Raised you right, boy. Oh, shit. Left when I was nine. Taught you every the album. Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if, too, he looked at his son and he was like, I've, I've taught you everything I know. <laughs> so there's no use for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I showed you how to play a couple chords. Yeah. And you figure it out. Pretty good at garage hockey. He goes, look, you got to build your own audience. Yeah. All right? Yeah. <laughs> son, I thought if I stuck around, oh, I'd just gosh. overshadow your future. And I'm not going to do that to my baby boy. He goes, he's like, I looked at uh, how much college costs and how much a new Fender twin deck, <laughs> and I just chose. <laughs> I made a choice, son. How much money are we going to make off your college? I'm making $500 a week performing at Bonnie Joe's Treasure Shack, and I've been fucking two of the waitresses. <laughs> but look. Not the skinny ones, but two of them. But I'm getting paid in the U.S., and yeah, it goes yeah. a long way down there. It's a stretch, man. It's a stretch, man. I'm good, man. I'm, they're letting me live on a catamaran? Yeah, and get this, weed is free. Yeah, so, you know. it comes with the rent. You want to head on down to old Mexico town, son, you get down there. I got, (laughs) Papa got a place for you. You you always wanted a horse, I got you a donkey. Yeah, he's my, he's he's the headline act of the show I perform. (laughs) But, uh, he's good. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. Dustin, if you're listening. We love you, man. Yeah, more than your dad. (laughs) Thank you for all the, uh, the the laughs playing uh, SSX on PlayStation 1. Was that, that's when I fell in love with the smell of cigarettes, dude. Really? Like if I go into a pool hall, like a pool bar, where you can, like, for some reason, still that's smoke. the only place yeah. you can still... 
I it's a little bit of America left because they don't sell any food at a pool bar. I think I think they're just like hey, this ain't a restaurant. Well, what about the ones that do sell like mozzarella sticks? Is that it's not really against code? I don't think pool halls don't got codes. Pool halls is just it is like a yeah. We- it is a weird. What is up with that? Dude? I don't know. Have you ever performed at a pool hall? Have you ever done comedy at a pool hall? Yeah. yeah, me too. Don't, don't don't say it reluctantly. Every fucking comic worth the damn is like, oh, I got my pool hall story. The thing is, people never stop playing pool at the pool not. hall when you're performing comedy. You think they want to hear about your problems? Yeah, I had to do a show one time. I did it me, Akeem Woods, and I can't remember who else. And we were out in like Palm Coast or something like that, and it was a fucking pool hall. And we're like, what the hell? And they were finishing up a tournament, but it was still going on. And we got up on stage. And nobody's paying attention to us. Mm. Nobody's paying attention. And every time, I swear, every time I had a tag, that was the same time somebody was breaking. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, it's so true. So the weatherman's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah then they, like, you, you keep hearing the. <laughs> yeah. Like, Bro, put it in the pocket. Yeah, exactly. And I'm on a team. Scratch, you know? here it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who ordered mozzarella sticks? That's the thing, too. Pool hall food is all fryer-based. 100%. It's all fryer. And then when you get the pool hall mozzarella sticks, they're like they're like uh, backwoods brown. They're like so fucking fried. Oh, yeah. You you're, did, like, you're like, this is a blunt? Yeah. With yeah. fucking mozzarella in it? Did you give me six mini blunts? And the cheese is a little, like, hard. Yeah, or sometimes it's fucking spewed out of it so yeah. in your basket with your you paper it's yeah it's it's when it, it's when you bite into it and it's just like a string cheese yeah you're like well, how is the outside fucking blistering hot <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. inside's a string cheese yeah is this the fucking coating they put on the space shuttle yeah <laughs> to withstand heat we got these mozzarella sticks got a heat shield developed by nasa ice cold on the inside yeah. burnt as fuck it's fucking oh. black and blue like a filet mignon you know <laughs> i got a pittsburgh mozzarella stick ice cold on the inside charred on the outside yeah, it's, it's a fucking science miracle <laughs> i remember there was the the pool there was just one pool table yeah in uh that's enough to fuck a whole show up oh bro and then there was the subway tracks. It was in Brooklyn. <laughs> and so you had... The L trains passing by as you're trying to fucking do your yeah. jokes. Yeah. And then there's an express train. Oh, yeah. So it would go... Like, the whole bar would shake. And then someone would break behind you. But the pool table was literally like... Someone would go like this, and you would... To move, do your set? And i go like this. And the only way I'd save the show was because I was just, like, roasting them and being like... These assholes, like, like, because there was 40 people watching, and it was two people playing pool. <laughs> and so it was this whole, like, dynamic of, like... But you really need to pick, guys, right now. If this is... if, if you, Who's being the asshole? Right. Me and the 40 people doing a comedy show. Yeah. Or you and your boy with 50 cents on the table talking yeah. about, I got next. Yeah. No, but they finished the game, like, and, and went and sat down. But it was just hilarious that, like, you know, this is just the dynamic. They're like, hey, man. Got one pool table and he's down the street from me. <laughs> Gotta go fucking play, all right? I was kidnapped in the 80s, so oh, man. I'm hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a... Uh, this is nothing, dude. <laughs> the uh, the Broadway Comedy Club had a second room, but it was like for like open micers, but yeah. they would do like a weird show. And that's where they would make the drinks for the main room. And so they're making daiquiris, mid-punchline. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, who's ordering a fucking daiquiri? Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, do you really need to sell bleach or beach bomb blizzard, whatever the fuck <laughs> it is? Some stupid name. 
Blue Raz. Who wants a blue iguana? Oh, we. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. So I was at the mall that day. And then the, you're like, well, that was the punchline. I bet you that's happening right now, like Ukrainian nightclubs. You're oh. trying to drop some comedy. It's just an artillery shelling. Like these fucking Russian assholes are ruining my set. You know? Yeah, bro. They don't even give a fuck. They're like the village next door got bombed. They're like, oh, dude. You want to smoke something? You've seen him perform all over LA. Give it up for Sean Madden, everybody. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. This show's not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs>